Welcome to this yet-to-be-named podcast. I'm Lindsay Poisson, blogger for GoEerie.com and features writer for the Erie Times News. And I'm here with Dr. Rock himself, Dave Richards, showcase writer, editor, and pop culture buff. Hey, Dave. Hey, Lindsay. How are you doing? Good. So we'll be talking about Game of Thrones, which is going to be premiering its fifth season Sunday, April 12th, 9 p.m. on HBO. Um, I'm excited. How about you, Dave? Oh, I'm totally psyched. Uh, the show, I think, just gets better and better each season. More involved. Uh, characters are growing more interesting. The dynamics are, are becoming more fascinating, too. So uh, I'm excited to see where they go. Now, have you read any of the books? I have not. Okay, I haven't either. So we're just geeked out about the show. So we're going to just stay on topic with the show. Um, so before we talk about what we're looking forward to in season five, I thought we could uh, go into some of the, the highlights of season four. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen season four yet, you might want to um, stop listening at this point. But um, season four, a lot happened. Um, Dave, why don't you start us off with some of the, the things that we saw? Well, I think the biggest thing was King Joffrey getting killed. Uh, yes. Which, yes, exactly. <laughs> We've been waiting for him to die, I think, for a, a few seasons now. He was one of the most uh, obnoxious and, and just odious characters on the show, this spoiled little brat who became a king. And seeing him finally die, it was pretty agonizing the way it was filmed, the way it was yeah. shot was good. But the intrigue around his death was uh, also a huge part of the show. Who did it? We, we got to see how that played out, and as well as Cersei ready to hang her brother out to dry, accusing Tyrion of killing him and putting him on trial, essentially, a fixed trial. That, that to me, was the, the biggest part of the show, as well as the, uh, the White Walkers now becoming a more serious threat, and I think we're going to see more of them in the next season as well, and how that plays out. Yeah, because we've been seeing the White Walkers a little bit here and there, but this one really kind of started to show where they're dwelling and what they're doing and the, you know, the little kids with the crazy blue eyes and it was kind of creepy, but I'm interested to see that aspect of it as well. Um, the, the threat's becoming more real, I think it's... Winter is coming. It, it, winter, winter's about here, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, King Joffrey died. You know, ding dong, the twerp is gone. Um, I was very excited about that. Um, I was also um, excited about the appearance of Prince Oberyn, although he had a very grisly end. That might have been the most grisly death yet on, on Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I, I rarely turn my eyes away when I'm watching something, but I could see how gruesome that was about to become, and I was, I gotta admit, I like. To close my eyes briefly. I didn't want to see the eyes popping out. Did, did they pop out? I mean, um, I don't quite remember. I think he was pushing the eyes in, but basically his head, the dude crushed his head. Yes. Um, so this guy who had kind of amazing swagger, he was pretty likable. The audience was just starting to root for him because he'd become Tyrion's champion against the big hulky mountain. And he just died so suddenly in such a grisly way. And, so, and it was another one of the show's surprising deaths, and that's one of my favorite things about Game of Thrones is unlike uh, most shows, uh, which have an allegiance to certain actors, you know, they're always going to be there. In Game of Thrones, what makes the world 
so interesting is you don't know who's going to live and who's going to die. Mm -hmm. Anybody can go at any given time. Let's see, what else? Um, Aria, um, she got kind of pulled around a lot of different places. Um, you know, her family just died at, um, at the Red Wedding. And um, she was being taken to the Vale to her aunt. And um, before she got there, her aunt had died. Um, I really feel bad for Arya, but I'm really excited to see what happens to her in season five. It seems like every time she's on the verge of finally reconnecting with family, something tragic happens that prevents it from, from occurring. And now she's without the Hound, however, so she will be on her own. And uh, How did you feel about the death of, of the Hound? Um, he, was, he got into a duel with Brianna of Tarth um, and was killed in such a grisly way. Well, not killed. He was kind of wounded, and Arya just left him to die. Um, was He had such a weird dynamic because you kind of felt sorry for him sometimes. You kind of wanted to kill him a few other times. He's one of the, again, like Game of Thrones, is expert at uh, making characters real complex in a way. And he is one of those characters that was like that. He was, you know, the protector of Arya. You kind of liked him for that. He had sort of just a gruff, real way about him that, that I liked. But he was also a really mean dude and capable of some horrific things as well. We have a couple other things that are going on. Theon Greyjoy, that whole thing with him being tortured and just being treated like a dog um, by, I believe his name is Ramsey. Ramsey's buying to become the most vile, despicable character yet in Game of Thrones, and he's got a lot of competition because there's a lot of vile and despicable people well, in Game of Thrones. But, now that uh, Joffrey's dead, right. we need a, a new psycho twerp. And he's, he's, he's it, I think. He's, he is really one evil, twisted dude. So, uh, I hope he gets his comeuppance at some point. I'm not sure how quickly that may come, but he's the next to root to die. Now let's go across the narrow sea um, to see what Daenerys Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, is up to. She's um, marching. She marched on another city um, to free slaves and you know um, get her ships to or decide whether she's going to sail to. Um, King's Landing and take her throne and that sort of thing. Um, any surprises there during season four? Um, I think she started to finally uh, realize a little bit like controlling and conquering, controlling kingdoms isn't quite as easy as she thought. There, there seemed to be some problems with developing. She had to send one guy back to, to another kingdom to try to, to take care of things. Of course, her dragons are now getting to be large enough that there's little worry there just how much control does she have over these, these fearsome beasts. All it takes is, uh, you know, one snort from a dragon and, uh, and Khaleesi's burnt toast. So, uh, well, she can't burn. Uh, That's uh, right. Uh, but she can burn, it, it can burn everyone else, as we see. True, true. Um, I, I'm thinking uh, in the next season we're going to see... Uh, some coming together of Khaleesi now with the rest of the world. I mean, so far she's been off on her own and they've been following that whole storyline. Um, I think from what I've read going into season five, if it's true, uh, Tyrion is going to be reaching out to her as his new ally. Whether they, that works, whether they contact each other, it's still up in the air at this point. Don't know if they haven't tipped their hands, and I haven't read the books, so... I'm not sure how that will play out either, but it's 
it'll be an interesting uh, to see. Well, skipping a little forward, uh, Tyrion, uh, after the trial and um, the failed uh, battle, the trial by combat, he killed his father, Tywin, on the, the privy, which is awesome. I love that part. And also Shay, um, who he had fallen in love with and realized that he had, or she had portrayed him. Um, now he's on the run, and I think that's it's kind of an interesting thing to happen to that character. I'm excited for him to, to be across the narrow sea and, and live in that side of the world. I'm glad he lived, and, and now I'm wondering, is he going to start plotting his own sorts of revenge strategies now with uh, Cersei? And, uh, because he's been cast out. And one of the last things we're, we saw was um, Littlefinger, Lord Baelish, marrying um, the Stark children's aunt at the Vale, um, and then throwing her out the, the sky door. That was a little, and he's getting really cozy with Sansa, which is making me uncomfortable. I think everyone's creeped out by the way he's lusting after Sansa. <laughs> Uh, and then Littlefinger, you know, he's diabolical, but but he's very, very sneaky, and, and he's very efficient at it. Uh, he's pulling a lot of strings. He's somebody not born into power, but clearly lust for power. He, he reminds me a little bit of uh, Kevin Spacey from House of Cards. And wow, just, that's a, yeah. You know, he, he's very adept at manipulating and, and doing it in such a way you're not even aware he, he, he's doing these nasty things. He's a master player. Mm -hmm. he's, he just, he's just a brilliant player. Uh, any other thoughts about season five, what you're looking forward to? For uh, I, I'm looking forward to the kingdoms coming, the, the storylines coming together a little bit more. Right now we've been you know, jumping around to all the different places in, in their world and following their sort of individual stories as all these, these different people are lusting for power in their own, in their own ways. I think all that's going to start come start coming together again. Uh, Tyrion's going to be reaching out apparently to Khaleesi. Uh, Khaleesi, I think, will be making her big move soon to become the the, the one leader. Looking to see how that plays out. Uh, and, and for me, uh, on Game of Thrones, actually, uh, I find the women characters to be the most interesting. Uh, Cersei, uh, uh, Sansa, Arya. Uh, Brienne, I, I really love. She's one of the uh, the best characters. She's uh, sort of a real noble and fierce character. Partly because of that, I'm I fear for her life. It seems like anytime somebody in Game of Thrones shows the least bit compassion or goodness in them, that means you're gone. Right. <laughs> but she's such a strong female character, not conforming to gender roles. Uh, I find her really inspiring. I, I, I like her a lot too, and I hope she <laughs> hope she survives the season. Again, uh, fifth season premieres on April twelfth, Sunday at nine p.m. on HBO. Uh, so make sure you DVR it or clear your schedule to watch it. And uh, thanks for listening. And if you want more audio, just visit us at goeerie.com.